1: PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Now, here's something we should be worried about. Children, when they're in court, uh, there are calls from the NSPCC uh, for measures to reduce the trauma for child witnesses in court. I want to speak to Colin Reed, who's the policy manager for the NSPCC. Colin, good morning. Good morning, Frank. I presume these children are witnesses to some dastardly acts and their evidence is very important.
0: Yes, they're both victims and, uh, on occasions, witnesses as well. And some some of the children have suffered some awful things. You're absolutely right. And I suppose we're having our 20-year conference to celebrate our our fabulous young witness service today. But we're um, trying to highlight the need to improve this, improve the plight of young witnesses who, who find court a terribly intimidating process.
1: So let's presume a child has been abused and the allegation is against an adult who is in the dock how does it happen in the courts at the moment for that child to give evidence?
0: Well, there are a range of specia- special measures um, from giving their initial evidence by a recorded uh, video with the police. The use of Live Link and wigs and gowns been removed by the judiciary and, and the screens. Our, our, our issue is, I think, that we need to do a lot more and this the, the whole system needs Total reform to make it a child focused and child friendly experience because, as you know, Frank Fernandes has been in court, it's a terribly, terribly daunting experience. So, just imagine if you're a very young child.
1: So, can a defence barrister cross question a child the same way that he or she could cross question an adult who's making an allegation?
0: Yes, uh, through, through, often through live links. The child will no, not be physically in the court, but they will get their evidence over video. And that's a very important issue because for some children, the cross-examination is a terrible experience for them. It leaves them very, very traumatised. And one of the things we have said is that we need to improve our system and ensure that uh, judges and barristers and the people who cross-examine children understand child development and all the things that, that children are dealing with to help them give their evidence.
1: But the most important person to the defence barrister is the accused. So the defence barrister has a duty to represent the accused and to get the best outcome for the accused. So are they f- prohibited from being in any way patronising, condescending or aggressive with the child the way they would be with an adult?
0: Well, the, the cases are managed by judges and there are there is guidance out there. Our issue again is that there's guidance that should be adopted throughout the courts to standardise the process. Some judges are much, much better than others. I mean, clearly, you know, aggressive cross-examination of children is not, just not appropriate for that context. And that's one of the reasons why we do need to change our system and bring in better guidance for judges and barristers about how they handle children.
1: It must be incredibly difficult for a child. You know, I'm trying to think of experiences that I might have had as a child. I remember uh, one time having a problem with my appendix and going to the hospital and... I was to see the doctor and the doctor had a number of junior doctors who were studying that day and they were in the consultation room when I was in with my mom. And I simply wouldn't answer one question to the doctor. And I I wanted to tell him how I felt and what was wrong with me. But because those junior doctors were there, I just felt completely intimidated. It's, it's a memory that I have from being like six or seven years of age. Yeah. Compare that to being in a court where... It's not about well, your appendix. I, it's about maybe your parent who's been abusing you, and you're being asked questions. How on earth do those children speak at all?
0: I know. Well, I think it's it's it, it's a very it's a very good analogy. And for some children, they tell us that and it's not like that for all children but for some children tell us that the experience of going to court is almost worse than the actual abuse itself and that's something we have to tackle it's not that we can't do anything that we don't need any new legislation a lot of the building blocks are there and one of the things we're all starting to kind of look at is the Norwegian Nordic experience of barnhouse which where they bring the interviewing and therapeutic and investigative elements all together into a one-stop shop for children and we people over yesterday from the Camden Lighthouse in London who are piloting this in London and it makes a tremendous difference to children's experience of giving giving evidence in court.
1: What can we learn from those people? What are the examples that they have that we don't have?
0: Well, they they, they have tried to provide leadership and uh, bring together the services in, in one area try to work in a partnership way with all the, 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 the you know the, 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 the main players the police the judiciary court service and try and ensure that we have a much better standardised approach to dealing with young, the young children that takes account of their needs and stages of development
1: and is there an alliance used and this is almost a difficult question to ask but it has to be asked is there an allowance used in the court for the possibility that a child is fabricating what it's saying or exaggerating what it's saying?
0: Well the, 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 our experience is children children are very honest but judges will and the, the whole system of the judiciary is to um, deal with um, standards of evidence and rules of evidence and so forth and to ensure that there's proper justice for everyone involved. I mean, our service that we run is really to reduce the anxiety that children experience and enable them to give their evidence, whatever that evidence is, in a better way.
1: Uh, and finally, uh, Colin, how many children would be in, in a court during the course of a, a year? And are we talking about anyone from 16 down? What what age group are we talking about? Because in my mind, I, I'm thinking about children of seven, eight, nine, ten, really young kids, but what's the definition of children in this particular in, in, initiative that you're involved in?
0: Well, we, we provide our young witness service to any child, child or young person under 18, and we deal with children across the entire spectrum. The youngest child that we've dealt with is three. We, we provide our service to around 500 children per year and 3,000 in, in the last Five years, so it's a significant number of children who are going through very, very demanding um, experience in an adult-focused court. And you know what we are campaigning for is try and make that far more child-focused, as they are doing in other parts of the world.
1: Yes, but a seven-year-old needs much more protection in a court than a seventeen-year-old.
0: Yes, and you know you need to have a um, developmental child appropriate way of dealing with things and you're absolutely right there are, there are differences away. And differences of how you would handle a victim between those, the spectrum of those ages and that's why it has to be child and age appropriate development appropriate
1: Yeah and did you, did you mention there how, how many would be through the courts in the course of a year?
0: Five, f- five, 500 we deal with on an on on average on a, on a, year
1: Gosh, it's, it's sad to think. Not all of them, of course, are being abused. They can be witnesses to many other incidents. It could,
0: could, could, could be witnesses. And it's not all. I mean, there's some very good judges and some very good experiences. But our argument is, look, with John Gillen's review following the Ulster Rugby case and the review of serious sexual crimes and the handling of that in Northern Ireland, we have a chance to actually do something to improve our system.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's very important work that you're doing, Colin. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Colin uh, Reid, who's the policy manager for the NSPCC. Uh, uh, good morning. If you're just switching on, this is the U105 phone.